welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you had a great weekend. As always, I'm your host, OG, with what you need. On Monday, Monday, if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking lamest terms. Let's jump right in. Tyrone Woodley, or Tyrone Woodley, you owe us an apology. You owe the whole black community an apology. You were supposed to stop the YouTube fighter hypocrisy. But what did you do? Disappoint to the highest degree. I mean, disappoint doesn't quite get it. I mean, let, let's be clear. Neither one of them wanted to smoke. Neither one of them wanted to smoke. They were both scared of each other. But I think Woodley was more afraid of getting knocked out than losing, which turned out worse for him. Because, I mean, at least if you get knocked out, you go out on your shield. Man, they both were running around. Hell, they might as well have ran a marathon. That, I mean, that was ridiculous. I mean, like I said, I knew it was rigged when he let him disrespect his mom. When he let him disrespect, I was like, okay, I don't know any black man that's going to let somebody stand and wolf on their mom. Not me. Like I said, I don't advocate violence. But he would have got dealt with. Point blank, period. Then he gets up there talking about running it back. Listen, I didn't pay for that crap the first time. I definitely wouldn't pay to see it a second time. Somebody gonna have to pay me to watch it on YouTube. That's all I'm saying. But like I said, I can't I can't knock Jake Paul's hustle. I can't knock that whole little little family hustle. Because they're making the UFC look like we shouldn't be paying for any of these fights if he's washing them up like that. You know, he's the amateur is two nights a word to say what kind of boxer he is. Because if I go to Vegas and see him, I'm going to punch him and hope he want to fight me. Because I, I believe I could take him. But I'm not I'm not going to knock anybody's hustle. But Dana White's going to have to start paying UFC guys to take this guy out. Because he's making that company look bad. Hell, if it was me, I'd get Amanda, Amanda Nunez. She'd knock his ass out. And if you don't know who Amanda Nunez is, Google her. She will beat his ass. Matter of fact, the chick on the undercard that fought before him. I think she would have put them things on him. This this has to stop at some point, but until somebody go ahead and lay waste to this guy, hey, Jake and crew, get your money. Get your money. He 4-0 now, so it is what it is. And we're going to leave that alone. We'll get back to it on a later date. going to jump into a little bit of NBA news. Rondo looks like he's going to sign back up with the Lakers. Probably the only person that's really happy about it. That is AD. Rondo is the one guy that can bring that monster out of AD. AD doesn't like to play the five. If Rondo's there, it doesn't matter. He's going to play the five, and he's going to do it how Rondo tells him to do it, and he's going to be a wrecking ball. So, you know, AD's probably in the gym somewhere hating that LeBron and making him work out right now, but when he, when he get this news, he's going to be all smiles for it. It's going to be a problem. The, the, the two-man game between Rondo and Rondo and uh, AD is serious. Now, the, the, another uh, rumor is that Kevin Love's reaching the bye with the Cavs. No such thing according to Mr. Love. He's cool with being in Cleveland, you know, doing what he's doing. He, he doesn't want to be part of Laker Nation as we know it. Next up, Ben Simmons. I told you guys beginning about five podcasts ago, Ben Simmons is not going anywhere. And until he gets real about what he's doing, he can make all the videos he wants of him shooting the ball, playing pickup, 
Yeah, that's fine and dandy. Until you do it in the game, guy, they're not buying it. And he's not getting traded for two, three, four first-round picks. It's not happening. It's not happening. Who's going to pay for a guy who can't shoot? Like I said, the kid's an incredible athlete. But you're a point guard. At some point, you're going to have to put the ball in the hole from uh, anywhere from more than five feet. And for some reason, he doesn't understand that. I'm not going to get into the whole thing about him being unprofessional. He's been in the league five years and doesn't have a jump shot. Because, I mean, that that's common knowledge. But if you work hard, Ben, the people in Philly will love you. This is not answering the phone for the team and all. And you're going to catch hell when the season starts. Just so you know. That soft, that soft shit don't work in Philly. I'm just telling you now. If you come back and play, play. They're going to love you. Then they're not going to want to trade you. But you're going to have to work that out with Embiid. I think if he plays well, I think he'll be gone by the All-Star break. Now, the Warriors are looking to unload Mr. Wiseman, their first-round draft pick. Surprise, surprise. It was a bad pick. They didn't need a big man. Their offense doesn't predicate them having a big man that can score. Like I said, Wiseman can get you 20, 20 to 25 at any time. He can play five. He can play the stretch four. He's not a glorified offensive rebounder like they need. He's not the guy. He could actually be a star in this league. And whoever was picking the players with LaMelo Ball, I still say LaMelo Ball was right there. But you, the Warriors need trigger men. They, they don't need... They don't need a guy in the, in, the, in, the, in the box, clogging up the box, trying to get 20. That's not what they do. How come I understand that? And Warriors management don't. But, hey, then Draymond, like I said, Draymond might have talked himself out of town. Who knows at this point? But I think his days are numbered. Draymond, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. Same thing I told Shakari Richardson. Shut up. Because, like I said, your days are, are pretty numbered. We're going to see how it goes. Moving on into a little bit of college football. College football kicked off, but the real start day is really not till Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of next week. But we had a little something. The first uh, season opener was uh, Nebraska and Illinois. That was a sleeper. Scott Frost is probably wishing he had never left the UCF campus. I mean, it's great to come back to your alma mater, but uh, them getting back to their former glory doesn't look, look like it's happening anytime in the near future. It's the recruiting. It's the – I don't know how long that kid at quarterback's been there, but it's like he's been there uh, five years. He, he's got to go. He's part of the problem. And like I said, uh, uh, Scott, he has problems with recruit violations. With all these kids going into the transfer portal right now, he need to get on it because he's a good guy. Former quarterback there, I think they're gonna. I think he's gonna make it through this year, but next year might be something totally different. I think one more violation, one more something else going wrong, and I think he's gonna be up out of there. And it's, and it's, a, it's a shame because he took the job for all the right reasons, but it doesn't look like he, he's faring well, and it looks like they they're they're thinking they might have made a mistake. Like I say, I hope he gets to stay there, but it doesn't doesn't look really good right now. And that's really all we had to talk about for this weekend. I know there were some other games, but nothing really to talk about. Now, next week, you're going to have a little couple of good games. First, you're going to have Alabama, number one, Alabama taking on number 14, Miami. I'm going to go ahead and call this right now. Upset alert. 
Upset alert. De'Aaron King is the best dual threat quarterback in the country. Sorry, Spencer Rattler, but yeah, he's that guy. Uh, he was he started out at Houston, towards ACL. Then with the departure of Tom Herman, he played another year at Houston, and then he entered the transfer transfer portal, landed at Miami, more exposure. The kids is the kids. He's got all the tools. He's tore both of his both of his ACLs, but uh, came back stronger after each one. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he's gonna do. I think they're gonna give. Alabama will run for their money. If it comes down to it and they can stay disciplined, I think they'll be in this game the whole way because Alabama haven't seen it. What gives Nick Saban's defense the trouble? Mobile quarterbacks. This guy can take it to the house on any any given play with his legs, and he can throw the ball. I mean, he can really throw the ball. He's not just a dual threat. Oh, he's using his legs. No. He can light you up for 80 80, 90-yard touchdown in the air. His accuracy is pinpoint. So that's going to be a good game to watch. Then Texas playing UIL. Texas, Sarkeesian, I've been telling people since he got the job. He's not long for this job. Because first, if you can't recruit Houston, if you can't recruit Texas, you're not going to be at UT long. That's just facts. If you have some spare time on your hand, look at the coaches that were there and couldn't recruit, couldn't recruit Texas. Tom Herman's problem is he couldn't recruit Houston after he left the Houston Cougars. He couldn't get any five stars to come from Houston to play for him. So that put him in a little hole. He was like a year from being able to go back down there and get some players. Sarkeesian is a L.A. guy. He likes L.A. players. That's not going to fly here. Especially if you – now, if you're winning – it might bomb some time, but Texans like Texans, especially at the biggest university uh, in the state. The the kid that was supposed to, and I'm, I apologize for not knowing the kid's name, but he lit it up last year at the end of the uh, end of the season. They're starting a red shirt freshman, so I'm pretty sure this guy is going to end up. The backup is going to end up in the transfer portal because this guy can play. I haven't seen this red shirt, but he's he's Sarkeesian's. Uh, brand of quarterback, I guess, because uh, I don't know if he's from the West Coast or whatever the case may be, but he's not better than that kid that he just sat on the bench. And like I said, I give Sarkeesian three years, two max. If you can't recruit the state of Texas, you will not be the coach at UT. It's just it's just that simple. And hopefully he doesn't get Sarkeesian doesn't get himself in trouble. I'm all for giving people second chances. This is like his third or fourth, so. I'm not going to, you know, I don't wish any any harm on him, but like I said, I'm just calling it like it is. He's going to have to be able to recruit Texas. That, that That's just facts. Then another game of interest, we got Texas Tech playing Houston. Ladies and gentlemen, most Houston, major Houston Tech, I mean, Texas schools, major Texas schools don't play each other. Like the grudge matches here in Texas are for real. You have you have uh, spouses that went to different universities that don't talk to each other on game day if they're playing each other. I'm serious. Houston doesn't talk to UT. Texas Tech doesn't talk to Baylor. And I mean, I could go on and on. It's real down here. The animosity is real. They don't play each other because they don't. Nobody wants to have not have the bragging rights. I'm not kidding. Texas Tech against Houston is going to be here in Houston. Uh, it's kind of a uh, special interest for me. 
Got two of my guys from the Eisenhower Eagles on the Texas Tech team. We have Mr. Adrian Fry, number seven for Texas Tech. He's an all-conference corner. He returns punts, kickoffs. Marked by words, he will be in the NFL. Then we have Mr. Tyreek Matthews, who was all uh, he was a Houston Defensive Player of the Year, senior year in high school here. So let me say it again. Houston Defensive Player of the Year. That's, that's a big deal. He's been playing out of position there at Texas Tech, but he sucked it up. And hopefully he gets some playing time this year. I'm looking for him to be in the league also. Good luck to both of my guys. Uh, then we got Clemson against Georgia. Kirby Smart, it's not that smart. Big Cinco for Clemson, he's the real deal. I mean, he, he was just as ballyhooed as Trevor Lawrence coming out of, uh, out of high school. But he's just as big, better armed more poised if you don't think so check him out he got to play last year he showed him what they what he can do this guy's gonna be a big time quarterback and expect some of them records to come down he's already got the most yards by a freshman in a game in a clemson game you had guys like uh, deshaun watson you know sunshine trevor lawrence you know uh yeah this this, this kid is the real deal i'm looking for him. depending on what his supporting cast does I'm looking for Clemson. Clemson's going to be right in there again. Uh, the only people I see giving him a problem is North Carolina. But like I said, this 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 guy is poised. He's the prototypical pro quarterback. He's ready to go. Then on Sunday, we have Florida State against Notre Dame. That's kind of a – well, Florida State's trying to get back to their former glory. This uh, who the guy they have coaching right now. I expect him to be gone in the next two years. That's depending on if Deion Sanders wants to stay down at Jackson State or not. I'm just being real. If he if he doesn't want to stay at Jackson State, he turned down the Florida State job a couple of years ago. So we're gonna see how how good they play. Uh, Notre Dame, Brian Kelly, he's arrogant as ever. Uh, we're gonna see if they're still soft. Who knows? We'll we'll see. We're gonna move on to the NFL. It's it's, it's uh, cut day. It's cut days. Rosters are trimming down to 53 today. Uh, didn't get the actual roster cuts. Nobody's really came across the wire of, of any note. So hopefully uh, next show Friday we'll we'll have those for you. Uh, the games we had the weekend. First we had the Ravens and the Redskins. I mean, well WFT. Uh, Dobbins, the running back, goes down with a knee injury. We don't know how severe yet, but uh, he was penciled in as the starter. I mean, I know guys need reps, reps, but it's WFT. He could have set that one out. Speedy recovery to my man, Mr. Dobbins. Hopefully he gets back. Hopefully it's not uh, season ending. Uh, guy runs like Emmett Smith. I mean, I mean, the cowboy in me has got to say that. He runs like Emmitt Smith. But like I said, hopefully he's not gone for the season. Then we had the Bears and the Titans. Justin Fields is ready, point blank, period. The geniuses in Chicago are clearly overthinking this. I mean, they didn't do any of that overthinking when they had Mitch Trubisky, who came back to town a week ago and laid waste to him. But we're taking our time with Justin for what? For I mean, so... Andy Dalton, like I said, he's the bridge, but the bridge's got a big hole in the middle. Get Justin Fields in there. If he's the guy, he's the guy. That's not going to save your jobs because uh, you're doing a terrible job. You might be on the way to ruining another quarterback. So 
get Justin in there. Then we had the Jaguars against my Cowboys. Sunshine threw two touchdowns against all the Cowboy backups, but he made it look easy. Like I said, this guy's the real deal. No matter what they say, he, he he's he's got he's got that it factor, and hopefully he's around. Hopefully he makes it to his uh his uh, end of his rookie contract so he can get out of town. That's my best advice to him. The Cowboys didn't play any starters of note. Uh, we're still looking for a backup quarterback because clearly we have none. Then we have the Dolphins and the Bengals. Nothing really to report except uh, the Dolphins are ready to acquire DW4 from the from the Houston Texans. The compensa compensation package is going to be insane if this happens. Uh, Josh Allen, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson. Let me explain something to you. If Mr. Watson gets to Miami, game over. Game over. I don't care how much they prop up jo uh, uh, Josh Allen. He's not that dude that Deshaun Watson is. And Watson's got a chip on his shoulder from all the legal controversy he's got going here, here in Houston. Oh, he's going to ball out. So whenever they can get this deal done, I feel sorry for Tua. Cause like I said, but still, if they trade him here, he'll still get to be a franchise quarterback, just not in Miami. It'll be here. And because uh, I wish him luck. If he comes here, that's great. I'm pulling for the kid. He's a good kid. Then you had the Raiders and the 49ers. Somebody put the Raiders out of their misery, please. John Gruden sucks. And the, and the thing about it is, he knows it. He knows he sucks. Look at that look on his face. He's looking for the exit. He's probably hoping they fire him. And like I said, with the 49ers and Shanahan, with uh, Jimmy and Trey Lance, he's going to mess it up. He's going to mess it up. I have no doubt in my mind. He's going to mess it up. Because the moment he trades Jimmy G is when the downward spiral is going to start. Because he's not going to have anything to play with. And then he's just going to be on Trey Lance, on Trey Lance, on Trey Lance. And when you get to the playoffs, it might get you only so far with that play action. Anybody with good corners, it's going to be a problem for them. He's in like his third or fourth year over there. If you follow him through his NFL career, he's, first of all, he's not his dad. He's not his dad. Uh, his dad would have won a Super Bowl by now. After three or four years, he's predictable. And this whole Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo thing is kind of making him unpredictable. But mark my words, the moment he sits Jimmy G or trades him, watch where the 49ers go. Right in the toilet. Now, we also had the Patriots and the Giants. You know, the whole Cam Newton and the COVID protocol thing, I, please, like I said, start start Mac Jones. Please start check down, Charlie. Start him. Start him so people like car wrecks. He's one that's about to happen. Start check down, Charlie. So you geniuses and all these people, on the, the pundits on TV pumping this guy like he's the next best thing, please start him. As, as you know, I like telling people, I told you so. I don't like saying it, but I told you so. Anyway, now the, then we had the Browns and the Falcons. This was a perfect team for Baker to get out there and get some work. Let him put up no resistance. Josh Rosen newly uh, got dropped, and then he got picked up by Atlanta after A.J. McCarron tore his ACL. 
So I guess he's the new backup. Other than that, there's nothing to report. His, his performance was uninspiring. Then we had a special game was Tampa against the Texans play here in Houston on Saturday. And once again, one of Eisenhower's own, Jalen Darden, number one for uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He received a first quarter kickoff. He ran back punts. I hope this kid makes the team. I'm not even going to speak him not making a team into the atmosphere. He's a homegrown kid, great family. I hope he makes the team. Swoop Nation. Okay, we're going to go to Little League World Series. Congratulations to Michigan. Winning, winning the Little League World Series. Congrats, congrats to all the kids who participated. Uh, it was, you know, it's great, great uh, sportsmanship all the way around. Kids had a good time. It was good. It was good TV. Still, there's still not enough black kids into baseball. I'm still gonna push that no matter what. So, but yeah, congratulations to Michigan. Uh, the U.S. Open begins today. <laughs> no stars to speak of. So we're gonna see how that whole tournament shakes out. Lastly, uh, here in Houston over the weekend, we had the HBCU Battle of the Bands hosted at NRG. Let me go ahead and give uh, HBC bands that participated a rundown. We had Norfolk State. We had North Carolina A&T. We had Southern. We had Jackson State. We had Tennessee State. We had Talladega, Langston, and Bethune-Cookman. Norfolk State walked away with the trophy. DMV stand up. Congratulations to the Nova State Spartans. The green and gold experience through that. Last but not least, I won't be coming to you again until Friday. And I'm telling you, if you never listened to me before, Friday is the, is the day. Those of you who even slacked off, the real is still right here. And I have a special guest, my brother from another mother, Houston's own, Shh, I'm not letting the cat out the bag. This is going to be epic. Tune in. As always, it's your boy OG, and I'm out.